You are listening to Success Stalkers Radio, episode 57, with producer and filmmaker Fred Fitzgiles. Welcome to Success Stalkers Radio. I am your host, Iona Garrett. People all over the globe are rewriting the rules to success. They're making money and changing the world. Join me Monday through Friday as I interview today's top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and entertainers that will leave you inspired to take action and achieve success on purpose. Are you ready? Let's dive right in. All right, let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Success Stalkers Radio. I am your host, Iona Garrett, and I am just excited to introduce my guest today, Mr. Fred Fitzgiles. So welcome to the show, Fred. Thank you. I'm so glad to be on the show, and I'm excited to be here with the one and only Iona Garrett. Oh, thank you so much. I'm excited to have you here today. And you know what, Fred? You know, we have a model here at Success Talkers Radio, and that is until you become successful, stalk those we are. So can we stalk you today? Absolutely. I am very stalkable. (laughs) Good. Thank you. In a good way. Yes, in a very good way. (laughs) Very good way. Well, native of Wilmington, Delaware, Fred Fitzgiles is a producer, filmmaker, and the CEO of Studio 22 Productions, LLC. Fred began to recognize his love and passion for entertainment and media from the time he was in high school. After a successful music career with a groundbreaking CD project, Fred continued to hone his creative skills as a producer in music, radio, and TV. More recently, he produced his very first featured film called Found. Fred also has a strong IT background and his experience in corporate America has helped him to to develop into being a servant leader. He's a man of God, a devoted and loving father, and Fred is an inspiration and has an incredible gift of motivating others to take action on their goals and their dreams, to always have a positive attitude and to consistently strive in the spirit of excellence, which is exactly the foundation that Fred has based the success of everything he has accomplished in life. So Fred, I've given our listeners just a little overview, but I want you to take a minute and then tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you and then give us an overview of your business. Well, I thank you uh, very, very much, uh, Iona. My background basically is from, from, like I said, I was born and raised in Wilmington, Delaware. And um, I am a child of a school teacher who's my mother and my father, who was a military man. Um, And they raised me. My mother was the loving kind of person. She uh, actually gave us all the love. I'm the the third of uh, seven brothers and sisters. So there's a little bit of a clan that we have. And and so um, but I'm very um, we we were brought up to always um, do what we um, what we were uh, destined for. We had a, a strong foundation with my father. He was a bit of a disciplinarian and he always instilled in us to uh, do better than anybody else, be the best. And between that combination, that balance between having my mother for the nurturing person and my father was that disciplinary person. We came up in a very, very humble beginnings. And um, my main thing that I, that I understood and my main uh, uh, key 
um, thing that, I, that when, as I was growing up, my my brothers and sisters and I had a had a rough time, and um, a lot of times it's funny because I I don't really speak on this um, mm-hmm. uh, because it's it's kind of it kind of taps into uh, some hurt that I've had um, when I was younger, and that's the reason why I have strived and always try to be excellent in what I do. Um, even though my mother was a school teacher and even though my father um, was that disciplinarian, uh, my mother had schizophrenia. And it was amazing because I actually heard um, one of your guests uh, one one of the times. I think I'm the probably the person that probably listened to every single one of your episodes. <laughs> yes, you are. True success talker. Absolutely. And so and I and I read I really resonated with him because my mother had schizophrenia, which was a mental illness. And I and I actually had to deal with that at the age of eight years old. Oh, wow. And um, one of the and when I and I really didn't know what mental illness was. And but I did know um, that my mother used to have nervous breakdowns. And, you know, when you hear nervous breakdowns, you're thinking, oh, well, maybe somebody just getting on somebody's nerves and they just break down. Right. But in my mother's case, um, it was it was a very, very uh, I had to grow up very, very fast um, when I was eight years old. Was actually coming home from school uh, one day, and um, I was with my friends, and I actually, um, when we were walking home from school, we used to walk every single day. We used to always go to school, you know, going back and forth. I I, I noticed that my friends were laughing, and right at the corner, one of my friends stopped right in front of my house, and when he stopped in front of my house, he was laughing as well, and I was trying to figure out what was so funny. Mm-hmm. But what actually happened was my mother was in the process of having a nervous breakdown and she actually was standing outside naked. Oh wow. And at eight years old, it was the most traumatic experience that I've ever, ever had in my life. And even at a young age, I didn't know what was going on. I immediately ran to my friend's house because I tried to get my mother to come into the house. I didn't know what was going on. I was confused. Right. Um, but then my, my, my friend's mother was able to uh, help my mother back in the house. And at that point, I knew something was wrong. But I knew one thing as well. I had to grow up very, very fast. Yes. And yes. I had my brother and sister to take care of as well because my father... Uh, my, 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 of my seven brothers and sisters, you know, some were with my, um, my dad's past relationships with other women. And then there was three of us with my mother. And so, um, between the three of us, even though the love and commitment and passion that we had, that moment made me feel like I never, ever wanted to have my brothers and sisters ever see that. And then I know I had to grow up very, very fast. And um, that was one of the things that in my life that kind of started me on my path of passionate and determination because I wanted to do whatever I had to do to help my mother. And that was one of the main things uh, that actually uh, started me off and knowing. And even at eight years old, um, two years later, being able to grow up um, uh, with my mom, she got better. We wind up moving to Jersey City, and um, uh, in Jersey City, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't like it because we used to play these arcade games, and one of the kids actually came to me, and they said they wanted a quarter. And I said, well, I got a quarter to play my game, but I'm not <laughs> giving you 
my quarter to play my game. And um, he actually punched me in my face. Mm. And very quickly, I wanted to get out of Jersey. I'm sure you can yes, understand. Yes, I'm sure. That I did not want to hang around there. And I wind up coming back and staying with my father. And that's where I actually got, um, you know, being able to deal with that at eight years old. Two years later, being able to go and have a bad experience and then to be able to come back with my father and now be with a disciplinarian. Um, those are the kind of that's the that's what was a, rough, a rough beginning that I started out with. And that's something that may have put um, a child into an institution at that age. Yes, they certainly could have. Yes. Yeah. But God had me the whole time, even though I didn't even know it. And that's the beautiful part that he was able to. It's still in me that he had me. And even though I was I was totally unaware of it, um, my father um, made sure that I had exactly what I needed to push through because he knew what I was going through. And that's exactly what got me going. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank God your you know, your father stepped in and, and, you know, made you stay on, helped you to stay on the right course and path. That's that's awesome. I tell you, what an amazing story. Yeah. You know, you really did have to grow up so soon. Well, I, I'm just really happy that you turned out to be such an amazing person. And yes. and I'm sure I can see how that would have launched you, you know, onto your your path of, of, of the spirit of excellence that you carry. Because I know I happen to know you personally. Yes. And, and everything that you do, you know, speaks of that excellence. So yes. I, I can truly appreciate that. And we have to learn from those lessons. And, you know, in childhood, we all go through different things with our family and you know, if you can go through that, you can pretty much go through anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I and I have. Yeah, I can imagine. Strong man. Very strong man. Well, Fred, we're going to dive certainly deep into your journey in just a bit. But before we do, can you share with us one of your favorite quotes that's really inspired you? Um, it's funny. Um, I have, um, over the course of my life and ever since I started my business, I've always been heavy in the personal development. And one of the quotes that I did was from actually from Albert Einstein, <laughs> to <laughs> the truth. And it, it goes like this, try not to become a person of success, but rather try to become a person of value. Mm, that is good. Yes. I love and that. I, and I, and that, that resonates with me because, um, you know, growing up, even with my father, um, I went through I went through school and I wasn't I wasn't the sharpest tool in the drawer. I wasn't an A plus student, a B plus. I was a strong C D F. I was in that, that kind, of, <laughs> kind of group. And uh, but I, I did I did my, my dad because he was high in education. Um, he actually went to college for a couple of years, and my mom had an education before she got sick. I knew that was an important. But I also as I started to develop and I started to work. I started working at 13 years old. I recognized that I had to be the best in whatever I did. And I had to be able to create value. I had to be the go-to guy. I had to be the one that would come in early and stay late. I had to be the one that would connect and build relationships with people that knew more than me so that I can be able to uh, learn what they learned, learn it better than them, and then be able to uh, develop the skills and put those uh, you know, that put all those skills on my utility so that I can pull on them every single time so that I can be valuable to any company or anything that, I, that, I, that I, any endeavor that I wanted to get involved in, because that way nothing can be taken from me. Wow. You know, I like what you said about 
Uh, she said you were a C, D, and F student because <laughs> you know, not that we're you know a proponent of having you know not so good grades, but you know what I have learned through the years is that most successful people and a lot of successful people today that that are extremely wealthy, mm-hmm. they were all C students, yeah. and and they and now they hire. A students. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. what I'm trying to say is you don't have to know everything and you don't have to be the smartest tool in the toolbox. That's right. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> to still be successful. You so you still, can still be, successful. be successful. Absolutely. That's right. Wow. I love it. I love it. Well, Fred, here at Success Talkers Radio, we strive to bring on amazing guests like yourself. And the reason we do that is because obviously you've had successes and we're going to definitely dive into that in just a few minutes. But we also know that the road to success isn't always smooth. So can you maybe share maybe a time in your life or on that journey, on that road, you know, to success that maybe you experienced a failure or a challenge and then maybe tell us how you overcame it? Um, I, I can tell you this. Um uh, my, you know, when I first talked about my mother, my that is the main reason why I did not go to college. I mean, I actually, um, I actually dropped out of high school because my mother was was ill. Um, I actually um, dropped out of high school in eleventh grade, and okay. I turned around and went back to get my diploma, and I worked every single odd job <laughs> that I could work. I mean, I was in the restaurant business. I was in, uh, I was talking about McDonald's. I'm talking about Roy Rogers. I'm talking about everything that I could do to support my mother. And I knew that um, I, I need to be able to, you know, uh, be the type of person that would just continue to excel. But there are moments at time where I actually, felt like I wasn't adequate enough because I didn't have a college degree. That was my failure in my mindset because I never went to college. I've always uh, felt inadequate. And that's one of the things that 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 allowed me to hit a, a low to where I didn't, I got stuck. I got stuck at dead-end jobs. I got stuck to where I felt like, you know, this is this is not me. This is you know, I, I I know that I'm better than this, but at the same time, I'm afraid. It's amazing what fear will do. Fear will, oh, will, yeah. will paralyze you. It will stick you to the point where you won't do anything because you're just scared, right? And but there was an, there was actually another quote that um that uh it, it talked about you got to do what you're absolutely scared of every single day. That's good. And. It, it's, it's really, and, and when you think about that, if you do what you're scared of every single day, you will continue to fail forward. Because uh, John Maxwell is a great, great um, uh, leader that I, I've always, I mean, I resonated with him when I first started getting into personal development a while ago. Mm-hmm. And he talks about failing forward. And failure, I recognize, is a part of success. Because the more I tried, the more I failed, the better I got. Mm-hmm. That's so true, Fred. So true. I know looking back over my journey as well, you know, I've had many failures as well. You know, we all have on our path. Mm-hmm. And but I can truly say every single failure that I saw as a failure, it turned into success because I learned so much from it yeah. and was able to use it maybe in my next venture. So, 
you know, those lessons, they're, they're valuable. So it's almost like you, you have to expect the failure, but you want to almost fail because of the lessons you're going to learn, you know, for down the road. So yeah, I can, I can definitely relate to that. And and I tell you, um, just on that note as well, I, I do know as well what actually what, what, when, when we talk about failure, um, and we're talking about success, there's a lot of people that get those two mixed up as we just mm-hmm. as we just talk about. But if if you think about it and if if you were always successful and you were always moving forward and you never hit a point where the bottom falls out, then you'll you're gonna be kind of be like the stock market. People who are in the stock market and everything just goes crashing. You don't know what to do and you'll be ready to jump off a bridge because you never had a chance to experience losing it all. That's true. So true. And when mm. you when you never had that experience, you don't know what to do. You wind up losing it all, meaning yourself, your mind, everything. But when you're able to uh fail to the point where you know there's nowhere else to go but up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Nowhere else to go but up. Then at that point, that's where the beginning of your success starts to happen. And it doesn't matter because a true billionaire is not a billionaire that has a billion dollars in the bank. It's a billionaire like Donald Trump that can lose a billion mm-hmm. because he has the recipe to make the billion. Oh. Now, that's good right there. Now, that's a great takeaway. I hope our listeners are listening to that. That's true. Because once, once, and he did it, he's living proof of that. Absolutely. You know, he Absolutely. lost it all. And, but because he knew, like you said, the recipe, he was able to, to whip it up and bake it and, and, and get another, get right back to where he was. That's why, that's why you can't mess up grandmama's cookies. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Well, Fred, let's go forward, because if you can, tell us about that day that everything changed for you and you were back on that that road that to success, you know, that smooth road again. And, and what was your aha moment that changed your life? And then maybe to share with us a step, you know, or some steps you took to turn that success, turn that aha moment into success. Yeah, um, yeah it's funny. Um, when I actually uh, on my path in corporate America, because they said like my IT I had a background in IT and working in corporate America. And I worked for four different industries. So I was working and I was working in the banking industry and I was working in the, uh, as an IT person, as a computer person. I was working in the, um, the credit card industry, the, the magazine industry and the hospital industry. And even though I was doing, doing very, very well, I recognize that no matter how good you are, no matter how, how, how early you come in and how late you stay, no matter how 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 many runs on the ladder you climb, you always are going to be having the limits set on you um, in that kind of arena. You ne- and you always are putting your financial situation in the hands of someone who can drop you like a bad habit. Right. And I recognize that when you you know you go to. Uh, work and you, you work in this overtime and I was a killer on overtime. I used to make overtime all the time and mm-hmm. I found out that Uncle Sam will take what he needs to take out of that overtime money. No matter how hard you, you oh, work, yeah. he's going <laughs> to take all that money. And so yeah. then at that point and then all at the same time, 
if you know, I went from working as a, a, a computer person up to a supervisor, and even at a, as a supervisor position, you're thinking you set. You're thinking, you know, we grew, we grew up, go to school, get good grades, get a good job, work the 40 40 40 plan. We're thinking we're going to just fly off on a golden parachute. But as a manager, as a supervisor, I recognize that I'm, I'm never going to go past my manager, right. my director, my CEO. I'm always going to, and my aha moment was, as long as I continued on this path mm-hmm. and, and, and not on a path for my own self, I'm never going to get anywhere but where they say and dictate I can go. Right. That's true. And that's my aha moment was like, I have to do something. And I recognize this at 29. 29 years old, I said, okay, well, I don't have a college degree. I'm the best on a job, but I cannot no longer put my future in the hands of somebody else who doesn't even care about me. That's right. That's right. Aha. That's a true aha moment. That's a true (laughs) aha moment. And so that's when I started opening up to be an entrepreneur. I tried a couple of things. I even tried, believe it or not, and uh, I haven't told you this, but I, I actually tried to be an auto detail shop. I tried really? to okay. I tried to cut hair. That didn't work out as well. Yeah. And then one gentleman walked up to me one day. I was working at a bank, and he asked me the one question that actually changed my life because it introduced me to the world of network marketing. Mm-hmm. And he asked me that I want to make an extra five hundred bucks a month. And I said, "Doing what?" And he shared the information with me. And from that opportunity, I was introduced to a great product, a great company, but also personal development. Wow. And the personal development guided me from being able to be not only a good sales and marketing person, but a better friend, a better husband at the time when I was married, a better uh, brother, a brother, sister, a better business person, all this. And now I have my own destiny in my own hands. And it's not that I'm a product of where I came up from. I'm, I'm, I have a choice now. I have a choice to make a decision from where, how much money. I can make money out of thin air at this point. Yeah, you're right. And so that was my aha moment to say, I'm taking charge of my life. And for those who are out there listening, no matter where you're at right now in your life, no matter what you came from, just because you came from an environment, you don't have to be a part of that environment. And that environment is not you. You just went through it. You went through the environment, but you are not what you've been through. You are who you choose to become. And that was my aha moment. That's so powerful. So powerful. Thank you so much for sharing that, Fred. You know, it's just, I love what you talked about, you know, when you talked about network marketing, because, you know, that was one of the pivotal points in my life too, that, you know, I was introduced to network marketing and it just changed my life back in 2000, back in 2002, as a matter of fact. And I'm telling you the personal development, like you said, oh, you just, you can't even get that kind of leadership training in, in at any college, any school. And I'm telling you, it was worth so much money at that time. You know, it's just Absolutely. invaluable. And um, I just, I thank God for that because it truly launched me, you know, it, it launched me to where I am Absolutely. today, you know, because I, I can look back at each and every, each and every endeavor, every opportunity that I ever got involved in Network marketing still played a big role in that and the leadership that I got. And I tell you, I tell and even Robert Kiyosaki is a big, big believer of network yes. marketing, you know, and, he, and I'm sure Absolutely. you know that, you know, 
because of the, you know, it's to me, it's like you're going, it's almost like going to college. You get compensated financially, but the compensation through personal growth is just more valuable. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. And, and, and now let me tell you, um, my, my, when, when, I, when I was actually coming up and uh, I, I, I have a love for music, I have a love for media, I've always loved that. And I really first got into uh, media and entertainment when I was younger, as I was coming up, as I was working. And I loved it. And the, mm-hmm. the most I got introduced while being on punishment, and I'm talking about not just punishment <laughs> when you take somebody's cell phone, not just punishment when you're in the house for a day. I'm talking about a punishment when you are in the house from the uh, November first market period until the end of the school year. Wow. I got I got punishment, but it gave me the time to understand what I was really, really good at. And that was music, entertainment. And that's how I came from being able to uh, get into the entertainment. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later. That, that led me to being able to be a producer and a filmmaker. Wow. So you had an aha moment when you were a kid. Absolutely. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's amazing how we have those all throughout our life. Cause I can look back and see so many times that I had like this aha, you know, moment like, Oh wow. Yeah. You know, that's, and, and it just always moves you to the next level. I tell you, it's, it's amazing. I love being an entrepreneur. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's just one of your most re- rewarding things. Right. Well, Fred, because I know you are a true success stalker. And, you know, when you told me that you listened to every one of our episodes, I was just like, come on. Are you serious? Are you kidding me? You are you are a true success stalker. We have got to get you a T-shirt, get you a a plaque. You know, I'm going to have to send you something. (laughs) You know, um, I I want to just 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 say to you, because you have done a phenomenal job. I mean, the reason why I was able to listen to, to, to those, because I I mean, we've been knowing each other for a long time, and I it's amazing that I can see you grow from being able to have a concept to now being in over, I'm not even sure if it's 28 to 30 countries, whatever it is, but it's just yeah. all through hard work and perseverance. And, you know, I want to just applaud you and say that this is one of the most incredible and impactful shows that I've ever heard in the world of podcasting. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. I'm giving you a virtual hug right now. Thank you so much. (laughs) You know, I really appreciate that, Fred, because you have been there from the very start, you know, back in 2009 when I first had this concept, you know, and that's actually how you and I met. You know, you actually joined our, our network and uh, joined our site. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Definitely remember that. And uh, you were actually, you were success stalker of the month. I can remember uh, right. one of those exactly. months. Yeah, yep. it was it was pretty awesome. You know, and it, it's amazing now. It, it's 2014, five years later, and here we are back again. Yes, yes. You know, success stalkers is going strong and we are not quitting. We are keeping it moving. That's right. And uh, I'm just so excited. So thank you so much for sharing that and for being a part of this because, you know, this is not just for me. This is for you. It's for everyone out there 
you know, who are, you know, who is truly stalking success because we all are, you know, in some form or fashion. And so we just want to create some things, you know, for people that can help them on their journey. So that's right. Exactly. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, again, you know, because I know you are a true success stalker. What new projects do you have, you know, going on? Do you have anything new you want to tell us about? Anything exciting that you're working on in your business right now? Yeah, actually, um, um, I'm, I'm excited because we're actually in the process of actually creating a brand new show. Uh, we had a very, very successful run uh, with our with our first film. Um, and the, the funny part about about our, our film is, is that it was not on the agenda. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was not on the agenda. It's an amazing how um, what, what, what God will do and when he sends people to you um, to be able to challenge you to take on different things. And um, just um, just just real quick, um, when I, I, I was always like I said, I was always into uh, to actually doing music. We produce TV shows and radio shows. And, and, and uh, we also as part of a church ministry. And um, that's where I kind of cut my teeth. And the thing was, I actually had some opportunities that came up where I was doing film and I was doing videography. In actuality, I actually um, was the camera guy in the family <laughs> before I really oh. got in the film. And, okay. And yeah. Okay. And so my, my background was was the music because I used to rap back in the day. And <laughs> I Love it. believe it or not, we had a very, like I said, we had a very successful album in the, in the local area in Wilmington, Delaware, one of the groundbreaking albums uh, back then. And that moved me into media. And from, from that process, uh, right after my my mother passed away, um, I, I I got saved. I gave my life to the Lord, and so one of the projects that I was very excited about is being able to connect God in my life, who already had my life the entire time, and being able to have Him continue to use my gifts to spread to the world, and and so. Um, the gentleman, as a young gentleman, came to me right after I was doing a television show, and he knew me uh, from being able to be in media. And he came to me, and I knew him because he, um, I used to date his mom back in the day, <laughs> so it's it kind of like <laughs> okay. family, right? And he came to me with an uh, an idea to do a film, and I'm telling you, I ran from him like crazy because I didn't have any film. Uh, experience. I'd never even touched film. I I can do a DVD for you. I could produce a show, but I was <laughs> totally, uh, totally not against it. But he perceived and he, I mean, he persevered until we got to the point where he had me praying, had me praying to the point where I said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and take this on because when God sends you somebody and puts a dream in somebody and then he sends you, he sends them to you. God basically trust you with mm -hmm. bringing that thing into fruition that's true he that's trusts so true. you and and god took that thing from the beginning from the young man giving me a script his name is lee g miller a great director gave me this gave me the script and we cast 17 um, uh, cast members we rehearsed for nine months and we shot the film over two years so from the concept coming from from the lord blessing him with the dream to a script to being able to uh produce it over the course of two years to a premiere that had over 600 people there that was one of the most amazing things and our big thing was no experience he didn't, he never wrote a screenplay. I never directed or produced one. The cast never did. It was just all God. Oh God set goodness. it all up. 
He set it up from the locations to the people with the equipment. He did all of that. So it's amazing what he does because it just opened the door for all other opportunities. And now from that, things are opening up left and right. We have a TV show that we're working on right now coming up soon. We're going to actually follow your lead and get a part of your program and be able to come up with a podcast and invite you on our awesome. show. Awesome. I love you. Yes, to. yes, yes. And then I'm working on a project with a friend of mine um, called The Rise of Eve, basically attacking all of the um, the stereotypical things and trying to bring the, the respect back to the woman. We're trying to get the music and, and attack mm. the music and tell them to stop disrespecting our women. Women. And we're going to have an adult conversation uh, and dialogue is going to be a documentary and bring the men who are out here being players and being the women who are out here that's being promiscuous and kind of challenge them to just drop all of that, listen to good stuff, um, change their lives around and be able to rise up like Maya Angelou rise up. And that's what we're working on. So we're excited about that because it's going to be an educational piece the rise of Eve. So that's what we have right going on right now. So we're super, super busy and we're excited. Oh my gosh. You have a lot going on and I'm <laughs> excited for you. Hey, you know, I saw the, I saw your trailer to, to your movie, uh, to the film found and yeah. I was blown away. <laughs> you know, I, I, I haven't had a chance to see it yet. I would okay. love to see the film because that the trailer was just, it was, a, it was incredible. You have to make that happen for success stalkers. Yes. And you're truly talented. I mean, what a gift. And to say that that was your very first, you know, feature film. And it was, it was just amazing from the trailer that I've seen. So looking forward to it. Absolutely. Well, Fred, now we have reached one of my favorite, favorite parts of this interview. And that is what we call the success round. And what I want to do here is throw some questions at you. And then I want you to come back at me with some knockout answers. Is that fair enough? Oh, yeah. I'm ready to All knock right. you out. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I'm gloves on now. Absolutely. On. All right. So look. So what was it that held you back from becoming an entrepreneur before you started? Um, it was ignorance. And then, and it was ignorance not in a form of just in a negative way. It's just not knowing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes we don't know what we don't know. And um, when you, you grow up and you're struggling and you have to kind of, because everybody has their story. And I mean, we all have our stories. And when, when, you, when you're growing up just unsure of how you're going to make it the next day, you, you tend not to really want to start anything because you just you just kind of making it day by day and then also sometimes it was fear it was fear of uh, being able to do something outside of our comfort zone we can get very 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 comfortable um, and very repetitive to where we will not go outside of our own uh, cycle Sometimes we got to break the cycle in order to be able to get what we need. So for me personally, it was being able to break the cycle because I was trying to run from the possibility of me becoming a victim of mental illness. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was trying to run from uh, me being found out that I didn't have the, 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 the right education. But at the same time, it wasn't the education. It was the mindset. Yes. Okay. Okay. And once I learned how to have the right mindset because, you know, the, the book as man, it was an incredible book as well. And getting my mind right 
and getting my belief right and getting my attitude right. And then from all of that, taking appropriate actions and repeating it. And then I'm, I love people. I love teaching. So I love being able to share now what I've learned with those to say, you don't have to be fearful. Everybody has a seed of potential inside of them. They just don't even know it. Yeah. Wow. That's so true. So, so true. That, that was that was the biggest thing for me is that to break through the ignorance and find out. And there's nothing. I tell, I tell my kids I got... I, I, I neglected to mention that I have five beautiful children. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, and uh, I love them very much. And they are really the reason why I breathe. Because my kids are everything to me. Sure? And I tell them there's nothing that you cannot find out on the internet now. There's nothing you cannot research. So the ignorance part, I challenge them. Because it's funny how kids talk about they don't want to read. Right, right. But they're scrolling on Facebook and Instagram all day long. And they're reading. And they're reading. But the wrong stuff. But the <laughs> wrong stuff. Yeah. So, so it's, it's amazing. So I challenge those on the, on the side when I say about ignorance is because now we have no excuse. And the thing is, we're selective. We're selective on what we want. And sometimes we don't like to pick up a book and read. Mm-hmm. Or listen to a podcast. Or listen to a podcast, but podcasts like this bring us out of the dark into the light. It brings us out. So now the thing is, we can illuminate that seed that's in us and allow the potential to come out of us that God has set us up to do. Right. That's right. Well, what is the best business advice you've ever received? Work hard, stay humble, and help as many people as possible. That is the best business advice that I received because being lazy in business don't mix. No, it does not. You have to be humble because you cannot build business with people that don't like you, that don't trust you. Right. And you have to be humble enough. And it's funny how we can be humble in corporate America because we know we're getting that paycheck. Mm-hmm. Somebody can rip us to shreds in the meeting and we'll take it because of that paycheck. Right. That's right. That's true. We'll, we'll That's take true. And being humble in business, you're able to become a person of influence. And because you're becoming a person of influence, people will promote you and become fans of you, not because of necessarily what you do. Or how good you are, but how you made them feel. Right, right. That was certainly great advice. So, who gave that, that advice to you? I had a, I have a couple mentors, five millionaires that I actually have in my uh, in my phone that I can call on at any given time. But it was actually a friend of mine who was a football player, and he gave me that advice uh, because he was one of the, the the most dynamic football players of the 90s for Dallas Cowboys. Okay. And, you know, to, to come from a person who, you know, in football, they don't play around. No, they don't. <laughs> and so from a person that comes around to be able to give me advice and now who, who, who was one of the most dangerous men on the planet to be able to be humble, that was a blessing for me to be able to see. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Fred, can you share one of your daily personal habits that you believe that attributes to your success? Um, is prayer... Every single morning, 
and exercise. That's two of the best ones. I can definitely say attest to that. Yes, prayer and exercise. Awesome. I, I get up in the morning and I make sure and I I recognize because I'm 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 a spiritual person, but I'm not religious. And I say that in the in the meaning of I'm a follower of Jesus. And I'm very, very proud. And I don't I don't make any excuses and I don't apologize for that. Because he's the reason why I'm here today. He he's the reason why I have my mind today. He's the reason. And that's why I continue to pray. And if even if I just raise up in the morning and say thank you for another day, thank you for sending me to people that you're gonna send me to. Thank you for protecting my children. That sometimes is his prayers as simple as that. Don't yeah, be that deep. so true. It don't have to be that deep. And my exercise, right. like I said, my father was in the baseball and basketball. Now I, I tried out for it, I didn't make it, but I found out what was not my gift. <laughs> <laughs> but I do play basketball, it's kind of a family, family ritual, but I, I work out, um, I try to eat right. Um, as I'm getting older now, I'm 43 years old, there are certain foods like fried chicken that don't taste too good to me anymore. <laughs> yeah, I can relate to yeah, that. I so I, I recognize that. So I try to you know, just maintain a, 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 a decent diet, drink a lot of water, and just be able to shop better. Because that's where it is. 98% of it is where you go in the shop. Right, <laughs> you know, and so, and and but I, because I, you know, I, I saw a quote that Steve Jobs said, and this is the, the one of the most, and you know, rest his soul, but God rest his soul, the most, the most richest persons on the planet. And I recognize with all that money, you would think that he could pay a doctor to keep him. But one of his philosophies, I don't ever want to be the richest man in the cemetery. I'd rather be to wake up every morning knowing that I did something that was worthwhile. And that's exactly his philosophy. And that's how I feel. I'm not going to work myself into the ground. I'm going to work just as hard as I can work so I can succeed in every endeavor in my life. And I can give. Yes, that's the key. That's my, that's my thing. I am a giver. And so if I have it, you have it. And that's yeah. exactly how it's my I'm that way too. I'm definitely that way. That's awesome. And, and I know that you are because I know you personally. Yes. And, and you truly, truly are everything that you just mentioned. And that's why I just, I think that you're awesome. Thank I think you. that you're just an amazing person, Fred. I appreciate that. It's you're very, very welcome. Well, what book would you recommend to our listeners? Do you have a book or two books that you can recommend? Well, it's funny because before I got into personal development, the only books I read was Ebony and Jet. <laughs> but uh, there's a couple books that I actually have. Uh, definitely, it's the uh, over the course of 13 years, I've read over uh, 250 books. Okay. And one, wow. And yeah, there's been a lot because I, try, I, you know, I tell you, I'm I'm a personal development junkie because I want to get better. But the Bible is the first book, and that's the book that I I would recommend for everybody because. Everything that you would ever want to know is in the Bible in one way or another. Mm -hmm. The second book that I first, that it was actually my second book that I read, it was by Dale Carnegie and it was called How to Win Friends and Influence People. And that book is a book that helped me to understand about being humble, about being able to um, uh, give people the benefit of the doubt, how to not 
you know, in a, in a, in the words in the ghetto from where I used to, and my hood used to be, how not to snap on people. Right. <laughs> and basically, it allows you to be able to handle situations differently. And I love that. And this is not a shameless plug, but I just bought this book recently. And it is an incredible book. I can't put it down. And it's by our friend, Mr. Steve Harvey. And it's called Act Like a Success, Think Like a Success. And okay. it is, in a, let me tell you, I'm just in the first three chapters. And this book is absolutely amazing. I don't know Steve personally, but I do. I do. If he ever hears this show and if he's a success talker like we are, I'm <laughs> sure he is going to hear this show. I want to thank him because this book basically it goes over his life, but it goes over the success principles that yes. every single person, every single person that, that you have interviewed can use in their own life. And not only for people who have already made millions, because he's there, but mm-hmm. living in your car and going through what you got to go through in yes. order to get there. This book is amazing. And the, Oh, my gosh. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. I got to get it. Yeah. I've heard about it. I haven't got it yet. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think we're going to have to send uh, uh, Steve a, a Twitter. Yeah, uh, something like that. I'm telling <laughs> you, tell him send that. him a message on Twitter. That's right. Because and uh, <laughs> tell me he was mentioned in this interview. Maybe he'll listen. To it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and, and the uh, and the last one I have is uh, Mr. John Maxwell, Attitude 101. Because no matter what, and I feel, and I've read this, it's a little small book, it's a quick read, um, but that that book, um, we all know that attitude is, it, it would determine your altitude, and we've heard that, but it it is critical that you have the right attitude in every single area of your life, because if your attitude is not correct, you you basically omit and cancel yourself out of any opportunity because if you got stinking thinking, ain't nobody going to want to be around you. That's true. That's true. So those are the books that I recommend. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Well, do you have an internet resource or a business tool, maybe an app or something that you really like that maybe that you're using to help grow your business that you can share with our listeners? Um, I use social media a lot. Um, I think that it's, um, you know, Facebook and, and, and Twitter, uh, but a, a, a specific app, um, I'm an Apple guy. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm definitely an Apple guy. As a matter of fact, um, prayerfully, I'll be uh, uh, getting a new Apple uh, computer soon. Um, but but um, I'm working I, on that myself. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, just, you know, Google is a great, great resource, of course. Um, but there's there's not any specific app that I use. Okay. Um, but I do I do feel I do feel that social media is very very huge right now, and it allows you to 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 be able to get in front of people, not to blast your opportunity to them, not to just just throw up all over people, but to just gradually and 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 and, and carefully build your brand, right. continue to connect with your people and be able to be visible so that when they think about that product or that brand, they're thinking about you. And it's the best way right now using social media because a lot of people are not uh, social media. They just, you know, they look at Facebook, but they don't use it in the way that right. it's supposed to be used right. to really build a global brand. So social media would be my, my tool. That's a great one because that's what we're using here. 
That's you know, right. To, absolutely. To, to build our brand. And we have actually gone global. So you're right. Yep, you're absolutely, absolutely right. Well, our last question, Fred, in the success round, and it's a doozy. So I hope you're ready. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> you still got your gloves on, right? I got my gloves. I got, All right, some, well, iron, I got some iron things in them, too. Oh, Lord. You're trying to <laughs> knock me out, huh? <laughs> All right. Give me a knockout answer then. Okay. So here we go. All right. So imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world. Let's say it's identical to earth, but you don't know anyone. Let's say you still have all the same experience and knowledge you currently have today and your food is taken care of, your shelter's taken care of. So all of your personal needs are met. And let's say you have a laptop with, and you have $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Wow. Um, you know what's funny about that question? As many times as I heard it, I never heard it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so $500 and a laptop and my bills are paid. All my needs are met, right? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I have to worry about eating and nothing like that, right? No, you're good. Yeah, okay, you're... <laughs> good. Um, if I'm in an area where nobody knows me and I have a laptop, five hundred dollars, I probably, I probably would try to identify and find three places: um, the nearest community center, the nearest church, and the nearest shopping center. And I would take two hundred. I would take three hundred dollars, and I would get all one dollar bills. And I would take another $50 and get business cards. And then okay. I would physically go down to the community center, to the church, and I would meet people. And I would actually give them my business card. And I would give out $300 to 300 people. I would look them in their eyes. I would shake their hands, introduce myself, and I would get their email addresses and phone numbers and come back and follow up with them and have them plug me into all the things that are going on so I can network like crazy. Oh, that's and, good. Because <laughs> nobody's going to forget. They may take your business card. They may forget you. But nobody's going to forget anybody gives them money. No way. They'll never forget that. <laughs> and it's even though it's a dollar, they're, gonna, they're probably going to post it up somewhere. And I would continue to build. Um, my business until it explodes. What a great marketing tool. You know, that is a great marketing strategy. Sure. Absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that answer. <laughs> and, you know, and I'm so glad, you know, that you answered it that way because, you know, anyone that's listening today, I really want you to understand that, you know, as an entrepreneur, you know, it is critical for you to get out and go meet people because in business, you're in the people business. And so you need people in order to have a business. Yes. So you have to get out there, network, join groups. Yes, you utilize social media, but whatever you have to do, just be around people, find people and network, get to know them, let them get to know you. So thank you so much for that answer, friend. Absolutely. All right. Well, what is what I want to do here is um, if just well, first, let me just say this. It's just truly been inspiring, Fred, to to hear your journey today. And, and I have personally known you for a while and I do know some of your journey. But, you know, I've learned some new things about you today and it's just really been inspiring. So let's let's end with this before we do. Can you give our listeners one parting piece of guidance? And then after that, if you can share the best way they can find you and then we'll say goodbye. 
um, if I would give some parting advice, it's, it's a model that I have myself, and I'm, I'm willing to share this because this is something I say to myself every day. Um, if it is to be, it's up to me because I'm sick of living in mediocrity. I refuse to die in poverty, and ain't nobody stopping me. Never give up on you and continue to choose to become the best you that anybody has ever seen. Wow. That's powerful. That is so powerful. Thank you so much, Fred. Well, I know that I know that our listeners have gotten some just incredible, you know, takeaways and nuggets from you, but can you share the best way they can find you? And uh, then we'll say goodbye. Absolutely. They can find me right now. We're in a a process. We are a multimedia company, so we're working on a new website. So right right now, they can find me on Twitter at Fred Fitzgiles. And my last name is spelled F-I-S as in Sam, T as in Tom, Z as in Zebra, G-I-L-E-S. They can hit me up on that same name, Fred Fitzgiles, Twitter and Facebook. You can look us up. The website to the movie is called themoviefound.com. That's themoviefound.com, just like it sounds. And you can also check out our work on YouTube under Studio 22 Films. And that's S-T-U-D-E-O-2-2 Films under YouTube. Love it. And they can also find the links to everything that we mentioned and, you know, all the websites and links that you gave will also be on our website, Fred, at SuccessStalkersRadio.com. Yay! Yes, slash Fred Fitzgerald. So, so yeah, so it'll be at successtalkersradio.com slash Fred Fitzgerald. So it will all be there on the show notes page. And again, Fred, we just really appreciate you for being so generous and transparent, you know, with your time and with your journey today. So we say thank you. It has been an honor and my pleasure. And again, I thank you. Success Stalkers is on its way to just be a global phenomenon. I believe so much in the vision. And I believe in you and I thank you for your friendship over the last five years. And the best is truly left to come because you are an amazing, amazing woman, a friend and an amazing host of success. Thank you. Wow. I'm over here blushing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, friend. And for all of our listeners out there, thank you for also tuning in each day, you know, with us. Every time we have an episode, we we're so grateful that you listen to us. And until our next episode, remember to keep stalking success. Well, that'll do it for another episode of Success Stalkers Radio. If you'd like to hear more from these inspiring entrepreneurs and entertainers, be sure to subscribe to the Success Stalkers Radio podcast on iTunes. And if you found value in this episode, give us a review, hopefully five stars. You may also visit us at successstalkers.com. Leave us a comment. We love to hear from you.